What's up, everybody? You already know what it is. Long time no see. It's your boy, Donovan. Donnie Neptune. That's uh, what I'm calling myself nowadays. I'm going to pick a name and stick with it eventually. I just don't know when. Uh, so a lot's been going on since the last time I did a full-length episode for my podcast. Um, you know, I started a new job and working a lot of hours and been, you know, tired and pretty much, you know, we're still technically living in a pandemic era. So I've been, you know, making sure I've been, you know, getting my medical checkups and whatnot. So yeah, I'm definitely going to try to start uh, making more consistent episodes. I've also been working on my YouTube, my stand-up and my music in like the meantime um yeah but in today's episode i didn't know if i wanted to do unpopular opinions or if i wanted to do something music related i'm gonna do a whole like a year recap like in like a few weeks pretty much discussing everything that's happened like in 2021 I haven't heard anyone say 2022 is going to be their year, but there's probably a reason for that. Um, in today's episode, it's going to be um, a mixture. And this is going to be, I'm basically, in this episode, I'm counting down my personal top 20 worst rappers of all time. Again. This is my opinion. This is just like what I think. And it's going to be split off into two parts. I'm going to do um, the first half, like 20 to 11. And then after that, I'm going to do 10 to 1. Yeah. And then after that, uh, you know, if things do well, I'll do groups and singers as well. Now, again, like I said, this is my opinion. I realize that like people have different tastes in music, but I also realize that a lot of people have shit taste in music. So, you know, do it that what you will. And I'm, I'm only going to do rappers that I've actually had to listen to. That like I've actually like that like someone played a song by them and I immediately didn't like it. So I'm trying to think who's number 20. I I, I want to start off obvious and then slowly start to shock y'all like as I'm working my way down. Um... Number 20, let's say, I, I really should have made a list. I just started thinking, like, like man, who, who, who are some of the most trash-ass rappers I've ever heard in my life? And then I just kept thinking the names. And now I actually have to put them in order. Well, really, this doesn't have to be in any order. I'm like, I'm going to just start naming rappers I think are trash and, like, reasons why. Uh, so number 20 is Iggy Azalea. I think she sucks. She fine as hell, but okay. For one, she has no bars, 
everything she's ever said in a song, like rapped, sounds like it was either like she wrote it herself and the way she wanted to say it didn't come off like that. Or she just be making shit up as like, 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 like she hears the beat and thinks she has a hit song. I'll never forget that, uh, that, that video on Twitter when she was freestyling on a slam in the morning and that nigga called in and said she was fucking trash. <laughs> Why was she so hyped up? I'm really trying to like remember <laughs> because she had that song with Ti. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm so confused. What somebody fucking DM me on Instagram or fucking <laughs> message me on my Snapchat or something and like explain to me why was Iggy Azalea popping ever? And, and and if it makes sense, I'll fucking cash up you a hundred dollars. <laughs> you have to convince me why, like explain why she was so pop. Okay, and she was an Australian girl that had a big butt. That might have also helped too. <laughs> Notice how I'm only talking about music, but physically, yeah. So that was twenty uh, nineteen. Blueface, I think he's super fucking. Look, the only reason I'll, I'll never forget, I first of all, I've only I just started listening to Blueface. Like I like heard him like 2019, 2018, somewhere around that time. Cause I like I got a homeboy, he a crip. Like you know, like he from neighborhood and shit like that. And every time me, him, and my other homeboy would go somewhere, he would always play the same fucking Blueface song every single time every night even if we was just chilling and it was a uh, motherfucking dead lokes <laughs> dead lokes and here's the thing blueface is actually a clever rapper but i'm not even gonna talk about the whole offbeat thing i feel like that's just a gimmick but as far as just First of all, he doesn't release enough music. He's he, he's he's become super fucking inconsistent. He's wrapped up in this bad girls club bullshit and fucking this shit going on with Christine Rock and Whack 100. Like, <laughs> dude, I feel like Blueface could be a strong artist if he just released more music and like, basically, if he just had like a better like. His his range. That's a whole nother thing. I look the best Blueface song to me is "Bleed It," and that's really it. Because <laughs> every other song is either offbeat or it's just trash. And I'm sorry, but I've never heard of a good offbeat song, like a good rap song where the motherfucker was offbeat. I want to say Swervo is like maybe like the closest, but it's, but even then, which brings me to number 18, G Herbo. Yeah, yeah, this is going to like, I'm going to start pissing people off already, I can tell, but, uh, but yeah, it's like G Herbo 
the only reason why he's a bad rapper to me is really just because he's I have yet to hear an outstanding song or outstanding verse or anything like that from G Herbo and I'm pretty sure he's been out for like five six years the best thing I can remember him doing was when he did that remix with Nicki Minaj and that was like the first thing he ever did and the only reason why I like Swervo is because I think it's a funny song. It's not even good. I just think it's funny. <laughs> it's like it, it's like it's like I find like humor in some bad songs. You know, so yeah, like G Herbo has just never really been an outstanding rapper, lyricist, like like in my mind, the the best rapper, well, of course, the best rapper coming out of Chicago as of right now is Lil Durk. But that's because, like, like if I could do a quick side by side comparison of Lil Durk and G Herbo, Durk has range. Like he he can be on some killer shit. He can be on some soft emotional lovey dovey bullshit like shouting out India or whatever <clears throat> but like he has range and Herbo just doesn't have range like to me I mean that could change but as of now I just like he hasn't broke that ceiling yet you know again these are all my opinions I feel like I have to keep saying that uh, and then 17, I'm going to go with a fucking obvious pick, Nick Cannon. He's <laughs> and, and that's not even debatable. I've never in my life ever, except maybe when Gigolo came out and I had like one homeboy that stayed up the street for me that would listen. I'm a Gigolo spending lots of dough anywhere I go. All the and I'm just like. We was young as fuck, and I still didn't like that song. So that should tell you something. Uh, uh, but yeah, like Nick Cannon, he's an amazing businessman. He is a decent TV host. He's not horrible, but he's not just magnificent. Um, gee, this might fuck up any chance I have of getting on Wildin' Out, but hey, look, I'm not saying nothing this nigga ain't been hearing for like the past 40 years, so it's not well, I don't know how old Nick Cannon is but in my mind, he's old the nigga used to be on Keen and Kale and fucking all that <laughs> but yeah Nick Cannon is, it's just yeah I really wanted to wait to say him, but I'm like, I'm going to just get the obvious picks out the way. Uh, 16. OJ the Juice Man. I don't like he look, I'm not going to lie. He like he was he was the first nigga to really blow up off of ad libs. All that. Hey, like all, like all that shit. He was the first nigga to like blow up off of that, but he was also the first nigga to like lean on that shit heavily, like a lot of niggas do now. 
Like, <laughs> nigga, niggas, niggas come up with one clever ad lib or one clever catch, one clever catchphrase, and use it to fucking death. It makes no sense. Uh, and OJ the Juice Man was one of the first niggas. I, like, I randomly watch Double XL Freshman Freestyles in my free time. Why? I don't know. I just do. Uh, I guess to like see where motherfuckers started compared to like where they're at now. So I watched OJ the Juice Man. When I tell you that shit was 40 seconds long, nigga didn't say nothing. Like, really, if you have, like, like go look this up. OJ, the Juice Man, Double XL, Freshman Freestyle. And I guarantee you that shit will fucking make you question what rap is. I can't remember it word for word, but it was short and it was shit. And just, yeah. OJ the Juice Man, 16. 15, fucking Crayshon. Bitch, you ain't no Barbie. I heard you work at Arby's. Literally the coldest thing she ever said and nothing else. (laughs) Like, I... I want to know why she motherfuckers was trying to hype her up like she was going to be the motherfucking. Oh, I really can't think of no big time white female rapper. Like literally, holy shit. Are there any big time white female rappers that are actually good? Holy shit. That could have been an episode. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) Has there ever been a successful white female rapper? I mean, I know there's probably one or two and I just can't think of them, but all the ones I'm thinking of are fucking trash. Like (laughs) Iggy Azalea, Crayshon, How many white female rappers have there even been? What the fuck? Like literally half of half of Lotto <laughs> is the best white female rapper I've ever heard. <laughs> half of Lotto and then Gwen Stefani that one time when she <laughs> Those are the two. <laughs> The two best white female rappers, half of Lotto and Gwen Stefani on that one song she did with Eve. <laughs> but no, nah, Crayshawn was just fucking ass. Like that like that one song I just referenced, I don't know what it's called, like Gucci Gucci, Louie Louie or some bullshit. It was different. Like she had a different look and a different sound for those times. And that is literally it. <laughs> that is literally all she had. She had the tattoos. She had the fucking eye makeup. She literally looked like Amy Winehouse's daughter. And I and I remember it because that's what my, my dad called her the first time he saw that video. He was like, she looked like she could be Amy Winehouse's daughter. 
I didn't know if that was a compliment or not, but he was right. Uh, <laughs> she had that one hot song, and then, and hell, bitch, now you work at Arby's. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Um I fucking I guess I, I guess I can throw athletes in here. Meta World Peace, that <laughs> That's 15. Yeah, yeah, Meta World Peace. Great defensive basketball player, great rebounder, aggressive, mentally insane. A shit. Do do stain rapper. The only reason he even started rapping is because of Malice and Palace. <laughs> when the Pacers and the fucking Pistons pretty much fought an entire arena of people. <laughs> he literally nigga was at home and just decided to be a rapper and the fucking music shows that. <laughs> like like legitimately, I've I heard half a song he made back in like 2005, and I. It was like I slowly felt myself becoming. Dumb, it should make you lose brain cells. Like I, I I don't I don't get it. I don't know how nobody, any athlete that tries to make music. <laughs> Okay, first of all, don't do that because that's never. I have. Has a fucking at pro athlete ever made a successful album? What the fuck? Like, has a pro athlete ever just went platinum? <laughs> I'm gonna start looking this shit up because I'm really. Has there ever been a famous white female rapper, like a successful one? And has a pro athlete ever made a fucking platinum single or album, whichever. So yeah, Metal World Peace, 15. Shaquille O'Neal, 14. That nigga was really a motherfucking experiment. They tried to make like the world's fucking perfect entertainer. This nigga big as fuck. This nigga funny. He got charisma. Uh, he played basketball. Let's make him rap. Like literally, these motherfuckers was in a these niggas was these niggas was in a laboratory, and they were just like, "How can we make the perfect black entertainer? Basketball player, movie star, rapper. Anybody who has seen the movie Kazam should get a check." <laughs> every month if you had to sit through that fucking whack ass shit movie you should get a check for the rest of your goddamn life anyone who says space jam was unrealistic and goofy watch kazam and that shit bruh a lot of y'all that were born after the 2000s and I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes, Shaq, the professional basketball player and the front man on fucking TNT, the nigga that be arguing with Charles Barkley used to be a rapper. And at some point in the 90s, he had a movie called Kazam where he was a rapping genie and a little white. Me describing this sounds like I'm on 
fucking LSD or some shit. Like, this was not... Look, bottom line, flop. <laughs> like, I just... There, there's, there's no other words. Oh, 13 motherfucking flow rider. That nigga is doo-doo. I don't... He... He literally makes rap music for, like, back-to-school commercials. Like, Target and shit. <laughs> like, which, don't get me wrong, there's nothing like that. Like, if you, like non-aggressive, upbeat, borderline. I call that shit bubblegum rap because it's literally like it's rap music that you could play at like a at like a fraternity party at fucking Arizona State and like everybody would just you know what I'm saying? It's not Florida does not make music for black people. He makes music for white people who have black friends that listen to real rap music. Does that make sense? Like, but basically, the best song he had was with T-Pain. And it was low. <laughs> and I still, and I, a part of me don't even think he, he should have been on that bitch. T-Pain really could have got anybody. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Flo Rida. I used to watch VH1 when I was in high school. I mean, I still do. But I used to, like, fall asleep on it, watching, like, Martin and Fresh Prince. And then uh, when I wake up, like, they would uh, be playing music videos. And what the fuck is that one song? Welcome to my house. Play that music too. Or some shit like that. Uh, Just ass. <laughs> uh, okay, I got like two more spots left. Number 12. I was literally just, just thinking this the other day. Uh, fucking slick Silk, slick, silk. The shocker dude that used to be with Master P. <laughs> that motherfucker. Which, if you don't know who that is, just just look up any Master P song that was made in the '90s, and he'll be on there. It's either slick the slick the shocker or silk the shocker. I don't remember. But yeah, that nigga was motherfucking. He raps like that one homeboy that gets drunk and tries to rap, and he thinks he's fucking Tupac. Like he he's a motherfucking like he think he's a a philosopher or some shit. Like nigga really think he deep, but nigga you just sound stupid. <laughs> nigga. And here's the thing. He, he, he's the third offbeat rapper I've mentioned. Blueface, G Herbo. Really, Shocker was really like the first nigga to just say, fuck the beat. I'm going to just speak from the heart and say what's on my mind. <laughs> but if you can listen to that nigga and not just bust out laughing or get immediately frustrated. This nigga rap like the slow kid that get picked to read. <laughs> Oh man. Uh so yeah, definite thumbs down. And uh fucking 
Our number 11, last one for the night, uh, Trinidad James. I'm sorry, Trinidad James. Look, all gold, everything was a fucking hit. And then he literally did nothing else after that. I think he won a Grammy for something. I might have misread that, but... (laughs) Literally everything, which first of all, I don't know any other song he did outside of All Gold Everything, except for the remix that had Young Jeezy, 2 Chains, and T.I. on it. And then that one feature he had on I Love It with August Alcina. That's really the most... That's... That... Those... Three things, all gold everything, the all gold everything remix, and fucking his feature on I Love It with August Alcina are fucking literally the three biggest things he ever did. And now this nigga look like fucking <laughs> the next real housewife of Atlanta with this fucking tip tone. I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> Like, does this nigga want to be James Brown or something? Because he has a song where, like, he 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 she shouts out James Brown and and then he 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 starting to dress like him and he's trying to talk like like what the like this nigga Trinidad James is trying to be James Brown. Trinidad James Brown. Wow. What the fuck. <laughs> But yeah, that's um anyway, that's my first top twenty just fucking waste management fucking <laughs> bruh. Again, like I said, these are all my opinions and which in all honesty, the people listening, you can only defend like four people I named, so <laughs> Everybody else, I'm pretty sure you already know, is ass. So, yeah. Uh, Part two will be out tomorrow. Um, This is one of the later episodes. um, But, be on the lookout. (coughs) Excuse me. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for just uh, more content on the way uh, this is we heard him say I haven't been doing the intro or the outro mainly because okay most of the time I forget but it's really because you know I feel like I'm trying to reach that point where I'm just synonymous like with this like, this is my brand, and I'm still building it upward. But, yeah, this is We Heard Him Say, Y'all Are We, Him Is Me, and I will catch y'all later. <laughs>